And welcome everyone to today's News Tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests and our lovely patrons to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined as always by my good friends and GVG co-founders, Steve Bowling and Ash Polson, along with our very special guest, the first one of season two, Some Call Me Johnny. Welcome, good sir. Oh, thank you very much. Season two? Oh, is yeah. this where we are now? YouTubes have, YouTubers have off-seasons now? What are you, union? Unionizing? <laughs> there's a whole no lore behind it now, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're in the uh, middle of our hero's journeys here now at GVD. Yeah, exactly. This yeah. Is thank you for inviting me once again. I appreciate of it. Of course. Oh, we're happy to have you back, man. Thank you for being here. Awesome, awesome. But uh, wow. before we actually get into it, and I know I've seen I've, this is a new thing because we're live for everyone now. That is the big change of season two. Uh, yeah. We're getting donations in, so I don't know. <laughs> like, do we read those during this or not? Uh, it's hard to say. But for now, I'll do that. But thank you, Rob Arman X, uh, for your donation. I won't go into the specifics, but some folks like Guan Amber and Vedron couldn't make it to the premiere. But let's still get hype for TNT season two. And Adamo Sullivan saying congratulations on the launch of season two. But Along with them being extremely generous with their donations, we're also sponsored uh, by The Game Orb. Uh, and The Game Orb, Game Orb is a fledgling channel focused mostly on Nintendo content. It's currently running Let's Plays of Super Mario 3D All-Stars, Pac-Man 99, Splatoon 2, Smash Ultimate, and more. So be sure to subscribe to The Game Orb at the link in the description. We'll also be posting it into the chat right now. And yeah, right. Uh, we are continuing to push them to... 250 subscribers we're at 218 right now i think we can make it to 250 uh by uh, next week or soon hopefully but they also want to pr promote their friend's youtube channel galactic reaper and again that uh link will be in our description as well as chat so thank you as always game orb for that support and yeah, this thank is you. Yeah, thank you so much. How many people are here for this actual live show? We're actually it actually is today's news tonight. So Yeah. yeah. And until we get to the news. Yeah, we have uh, and I just posted the link to the Game Orb and Galactic Reaper for those of you in our YouTube chat. So please go on, show them some love, subscribe, show them the power of the GVG audience. Thank you all so much. <laughs> And Shellshock Prime saying, thank you for the amazing content. Great to see TNT live every night. Keep being awesome and pure bliss vibes for everyone. Heck yeah. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> yeah, thank uh, you. It means a lot. We've worked pretty hard to get here. So uh, yeah. like you said, though, Derek, we got news, right? <laughs> we do. There's a bit of news to talk about. And let's talk about something that's hopeful. <laughs> let's please, please let this be a thing. So let's go ahead and bring that up. Nintendo President Furukawa has stated in a recent interview that they are looking into animation beyond the Mario movie. Uh, this was an interview with uh, Fast Company, and uh, on the Mario project itself, it says, it's not that we've asked Illumination to handle everything. Uh, Mr. Miyamoto is very, very hands-on with the production of the movie. But looking towards the future, Furukawa did tease that uh, uh, something saying animation in general is something that we are looking into and not just this franchise. And that's not too much of a surprise because we've seen them do animation for the Link uh, versus Pitt's uh, Palutena reveal trailer, yes. as well as the Pikmin shorts. So this <laughs> is kind of within the realm of their, like, they're within their real wheelhouse. Man, yes, please, I'll take I all of it. Yes. Yep. the the more <laughs> the more we can get alternative media from Nintendo, alternative being traditional animation in this case, uh, the happier I am. I've liked every single like animated thing nintendo has been involved with or put out uh 
so yeah, I, I'm excited for the Mario movie by Illumination. I'm excited to see what else they do. Uh, and like you said, you know, if the folks that did that um, amazing Palutena versus Link mm. animation get get to do anything else, I will be hyped as fuck for this. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to mention that specifically. Like, I still am am just harboring some kind of false hope for a Smash Brothers anime. Just completely predicated on that Palutena reveal trailer but just, the, <laughs> just seeing Lincoln just seeing Lincoln pit fight is cool enough but just the thought of expanding that to the whole roster in an animation sense never going to happen but my god would that be hype as hell the the idea that Miyamoto is like so hands-on with this movie doesn't really come as any surprise because I think like for their first outing ever everyone mentions the live action Mario Bros movie that was like guys like I was half a century ago or some other thing Something like, like that. I, we, we, we can move on from that but uh, I, I think like he doesn't want a repeat of that so like I, I I'm hoping that him being so hands-on means that it's not just like an hour and a half of Mario just going from World 1-1 to World 8-4 and just rescue the princess and that's it. There's no substance yeah. whatsoever. You might as well be watching a Let's Play of Mario Brothers 1. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it, it looks pretty cool. I know people, uh, so, well, at least some folks in my circle were making kind of a stink because Illumination was the Minions folks, right? I never watched Mario Yep. Oh, record. God. Uh, yeah, see, exactly. That's my point. <laughs> yeah. you know, people are just kind of like, oh, it's good. Mario's going to do the minion stuff. And I was like, no, I don't really think so. It just means like you got to really, I mean, for what it's worth, the, the movies looked fantastic in terms of animation. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking that, no, this this has a lot of promise. And uh, hopefully uh, things work out in the end so that we get our, like you guys said, it's all the movie and uh, dare I hope Metroid movie. That's probably like, I don't know, three centuries down the road. But, you know, a man can dream. A man can dream. I mean, Derek, this reminds me of when, you know, we were talking about the Castlevania Season 4 trailer recently and how it seemed like they're setting up for other, you know, parts of the timeline. I'm just sitting over here thinking, as great as they've done with Castlevania, let's get it. Zelda's ripe for that, man. You get a season of, of you know, telling one story for, mm. you know, Ocarina of Time, then another Zelda. You know, oh, there's so much potential in Nintendo animation. And I just want to, I want it, I want it all. I want it all. I'm, I'm being greedy. I mean, we did get just a, a more animation. Kid Icarus got those three shorts as well. Like Nintendo's done a bunch of animation yeah. over the years, and they were actually pretty and good. They're all just kind of delightful. I don't think any of them's been particularly bad, but they're all they've all been shorts, and I think that's the tricky part. How do you turn these into a more long form? Like if I was doing Zelda anime, for example, like you were thinking, Ash, make it Ocarina of Time. That have to be two seasons. Just the way yeah. animation is oh, always sure. made up, where it's typically ten episodes. I feel like it would need a little bit more for setup and the eventual payoff. Um, but there's a lot they could do uh, just with all their various animation projects and. Who knows what they'd actually like? What would be next? Zelda is probably the big one, but that feels almost hard. In some ways, it feels harder to adapt than even Mario. Yeah, I was going to say, by virtue of there just being more to work with in terms of uh, world building and, uh, I guess, lore. Yeah, I would say lore is the right word to use because, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have like the, the whole medallions, the, the pendants, the the three goddesses, the, the, the Gerudos. There's a lot more to work with Zelda than there is Mario. Uh, and yeah, I do not envy whatever writer or producer has to work with a Zelda movie to make a good first impression. But man, that is that is super exciting just to think about. But Snoopy in our live audience chat raises a very important question: mm-hmm. Would Link get a voice in a Legend of Zelda anime right. or animation project? Yes. That's that's the tough part. Who do you? He, I think he would too. But 
who do you get to voice someone who up to this point has mainly just gone <laughs> hot shit like what do you who do you hire for that i mean that's technically enough right there you should audition right now there you go all right i think i saw on twitter somebody found the act links voice actor you know is japanese and had him like with other roles so listen to his voice which was basically the link voice and it was very weird like actually hearing those like not yas and have full <laughs> uh-huh. but for me it's still kind of work you can still kind of see it and you know link has a voice in other media mediums like we've seen it with the manga we've seen it with the uh, nintendo power uh, adaptation like he typically like when there's more story involved then you get, it's not just gameplay sense link gets a voice so. Yeah. Yeah. And, my, and of yeah. Oh, good, Steve. My main concern isn't so much about Link having an actual voice, but how do you write Link as a character? You know, because he he is kind of a blank slate, like it or not, a blank shake a slate, if you will, or shake a slate. But he is in some incarnations, not all. Yeah. I mean, like I feel like you could, you could more easily win, uh, write like Wind Waker Link, like Hero of Winds Link, yeah. than you could like Zelda One Link, right? Like yeah. he yeah. is a blank slate. At least for some versions of Link. You know, like Ocarina of Time Link, even, you know, he has a bit of a backstory. And, and so there's kind of could conjure a little bit of one. Yeah, it, it varies by Link, I guess. Right. Yeah. My, yeah uh, say Ocarina of Time is basically blank slate with a backstory, but he's still. blank. Yeah, slate. that's true. Yeah. He's still blank, blank slate. Yeah. Yeah. Like characters react around Link and Link doesn't really <laughs> Link is like, I'm here with the pointy thing to kill the bad thing. And then you guys yeah. do all the expositional dialogue. Thanks. <laughs> so, right. I uh, I I would love to see Link as an actual character. I think he should be that way in the games, but I, yeah, <laughs> I'm probably in the minority on that one. Uh, she says in the, ch- uh, the YouTube chat saying, "I would have Link be short on words, just but just talk enough that so that he isn't awkwardly being fed in uh, exposition where somebody's just talking to him." Yeah, I I could agree um, with that. I actually really quick. I did like in Breath of the Wild how they explained away that Link just doesn't talk. Like he underwent trauma and basically was was just a mute after that and i was like oh it's kind of cool that they at least explain it so it's not really weird since everyone else is talking so i'm not sure sorry to chat steve but they are saying your mic is a bit loud at the moment how am i the loud one i have the quiet i know right it's (laughs) It's like you just can't contain that excitement it's just too much there's there's too much going on hold but uh yeah, there I, are... I think the fun part of this kind of story is like imagining just what else we could get and where right. they go next. And yeah, just have to there are a lot of people pointing out in both chats uh, saying, excuse me, princess. He could just get that guy back. For or we new... could just not. <laughs> or we could not. I, I like that idea more. Gotta, yeah. gotta move on. That was... Like forty years ago, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really most of us were babies. Most of the people in the chat, we were approaching the fortieth anniversary of that sort of thing. That is, oof. that's, oh well. If ever there was a time to move on from that conversation, I think yeah. that, yeah, that's it, man. Yeah. <clears throat> well, let's go ahead and talk about go from links to locks. <laughs> go for that transition. <laughs> nice. Well done. Well done. Nice. All right, so the most recent Animal Crossing update has been discovered to have a bit of a problem if you're looking to get every item in the game, specifically the Mayday items, because uh, it locks new players out of earning the the new Mayday item that comes out. Basically, as pointed out by Abdallah Smash, um, there's a photo that you get by participating um, in Mayday uh, that you 
how do I put this? Because I don't play it a lot. Basically, Mayday involves you going through a hedge maze. Once you're through with it, mm-hmm. Rover gives a briefcase to those who participated for the first time. But if you completed Mayday last year, you'll instead receive a photo of the character instead. However, if this is your first time, you'll get the briefcase instead. So there's no way for you to get the new item. Um, so some are saying like, hey, don't update quite yet. Roll back your clock. Do Mayday last year. Do uh, roll back the clock forward or roll forward the clock and then be able to get your item. That said, looking at this, I have to imagine that next year it'll be the same reward. It'll just be continually be mm-hmm. the next thing. But how do you guys feel? The, the term Mayday feels awfully appropriate for this kind of story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I can't really say much of this because, uh, believe it or not, as much as I loved New Leaf on the 3DS, I still have not bought uh, New Horizons on Switch. I'm in that same exact boat with you, man. I just yeah. kind of I just kind of maxed out on Animal Crossing with New Leaf. I, I love that people are still loving it, but I just yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'm just kind of I, I, I just have no time to invest in it. And uh, yeah, from what I've heard from uh, folks that did manage to get it, like day one, they spent the last year just playing it. It, it has issues that still requ- require addressing even after almost a year of release. And uh, it, that just kind of puts me off from just even like thinking about it. So I don't know. I th- I'm thinking unless something major happens to it uh, to increase replayability, just decrease the relaxation vibe of it, um, I might just skip on this one. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to do it. Rover is my favorite Animal Crossing character of all time. Oh, so right. Any chance I get to he see is. him, I'm taking it. But um, yeah, this is kind of a weird oversight, I guess. Uh, for for folks that you know picked up the game after May, but I, I imagine Nintendo's going to find some way to address this, some weird kind of like, oh hey, we'll send you the item in the mail or something like that. They'll <laughs> they'll come up with something, but uh, I mean, even if they don't, Animal Crossing is not the most uh, unhacked game on the Switch, if you will. So <laughs> I guarantee you, there will be people just <laughs> dropping these Mayday items all over other people's islands, and you'll you'll find some way to get it, whether you play Mayday by rolling back your clock or not. Um, but I would wager that Nintendo will respond to this and fix it because, frankly, with Animal Crossing, they've done a pretty good job about doing that, especially since this is kind of their first foot in the door with a lot of people. A lot of folks mm-hmm. picked up a Switch and this game, and it's the first time they've interacted with Nintendo maybe in their entire lives or maybe since, you know, the 80s, in the case of my mom. <laughs> so um, I, I think oh, they want to make that good second impression, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as someone who hasn't played a lot, um, a lot of New Horizons, I I was just kind of under the impression that there were lots of seasonally available items that otherwise were not available. That there were limited windows of opportunity to get certain items. So I didn't realize Nintendo had done such a good job making sure that people can still access all the game's content, regardless of whether they originated in seasonal events or not. That's oh no! Great. To, to be clear, <laughs> I, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. I am saying that there is seasonal content. What I'm saying is they they have to be aware that they've set up this kind of weird scenario where you can't possibly get the new item and that that will upset some folks and that they'll probably find a way for those affected folks to get that item. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Well, at least at the end of the day, this only does affect one single item. It's, you know, obviously how much this matters is going to vary from player to player, but at least the scope of the issue could be bigger. Right. I think you can also get, is the photo, I'm not super familiar with the story. Is the photo of Rover? I assume you can get that by scanning his amiibo. <laughs> like it's, that's that's an <laughs> item you see. can get in a different. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying here that it's 
it's just a it's just a photo. Who cares? I mean, obviously, collecting crap is the whole point of Animal Crossing to some degree. But and there's someone it, it, out there. It for might just be a photo of you, Derek. It is a shrine to the Wanderers player. How utterly terrifying would that be if an Animal Crossing <laughs> character gave you a photo and it was a photo of yourself, <laughs> right? <laughs> like they're like, "Hey, I get, be... take this picture," and it's just you, like sitting in your room playing the game at that exact moment, <laughs> but like from uh, a window. <laughs> turns the webcam on. <laughs> <laughs> you see Shuntaru Furukawa running out your backyard. <laughs> My God. After him, get him. Tell, tell him about what's, what's the next animated project. <laughs> yeah. Tackle him. Yeah. Ask him where It'll the Switch like, Pro yeah, is. Animal Crossing game on uh in Nintendo Land. <laughs> Tackle him like that. Ask oh, him who man. the last Smash characters are. Tell me now. Oh my god, no. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our next uh story, which you know will just be a snap. Cute. I love it. <laughs> All right, so new Pokemon Snap obviously released this past Friday, and it already seems to be doing pretty well as the physical sales in the UK, because there seems to be the only ones that have actually put out this data, uh, at least so far, are projecting to be four times that of the N64 original, and that's only the physical sales. That does not include digital. Uh, Yeah, I'd say this, based on just the UK, this seems to be a hit. (laughs) It yeah, sure I'm, does. I'm yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. Like I've, I haven't gotten it myself, uh, but I've uh, friends that do have it. I've been simply enjoying the time of their lives with it, and that's great. I, I didn't think this game needed to do much beyond, you know, just be a prettier Pokemon Snap with a greater roster of Pokemon. And from what I understand, it it, it just it just does that perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's good. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to it at some point because uh, I did enjoy my time with the original N64 game. Just, again, just a matter of uh, have, do I have the time to put this in my schedule? But exactly. I, I'm glad. I'm glad first impressions are are stellar. And not that um, it needs to be like stated, but it just underscores the raw power of Pokemon because new Pokemon Snap barely got any marketing leading up to launch, right? Like yeah. it almost just came, it almost just dropped out of thin air. There were so, you know, obviously, yeah, there were a couple of like trailers leading up to release, but it wasn't trumpeted. It wasn't like a huge, you know, hugely trumpeted leading up to release. So the fact that it's doing this well, regardless, just underscores that, you know, how unstoppable Pokemon is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I have to say, I've been playing new Pokemon Snap, and while I find it enjoyable, it's not doing a lot for me. I'm I'm playing it, and yeah. I, think, I think my biggest issue is because everyone that I talked to before I had it was telling me how amazing and gorgeous and incredible it looks, and everyone knows that I'm, like, really critical on graphics. Like When I'm playing <laughs> a game, I, I I just notice every little imperfection, and I'm like, this game does not look all that great to me it looks okay mm-hmm. it's it's fun when you're if you divorce yourself from the notion of analyzing it as a video game and you just play it in a non-critical way i think it can be very enjoyable and somewhere i will be posting a video about how to print out the pictures i i bought all the shit for it but um <laughs> i haven't yet put all that together but i did print out some of my pokemon pictures and i think that was almost to me more delightful than playing the game in a weird way i was like oh look i got a picture of a grookey like a real photo (laughs) and i like that um 
but I that, would that say video that, should end with you printing out a picture of Rover from Animal Crossing and then just wink at the camera. And then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Animal Crossing snap. That would drive like, crazy. Believe it or not, yeah. You absolutely can do that with the same tools required to print the Pokemon snap photos. And the app that does that has Animal Crossing frames built in. So, yeah, I'm absolutely oh, doing nice. that. <laughs> I'll get around uh, to playing it at some point. I'm not. I'm just not. I, I liked the original Pokemon Snap. It just didn't, oh, you know, grab me like it did so many other people. But I'm, you know, I'm curious enough. I'm, I'm in no rush, but I'll check it out at some point. Yeah, I, I should have the. Uh, my goal has been to put, try to play this as much as I can, which is always trying, kind of difficult with me, uh, for me, um, you know, baby, <laughs> uh, this week because hey, Resident Evil Village comes out on Friday. I kind of need to be done with this review. Oh. Ooh, yeah, I, I played the demo today, and man, do I like that demo! Oh, that demo's real good. But I, I've been really enjoying Pokemon Snap. It is just a full, relaxing game, and the review should be out this week. I, I can say that uh, for sure. But I, um, I, I, it's not perfect, but it is a good update to the original with some smart additions. Uh, and is man, there's a lot more gameplay to enjoy here if you want to do everything. Uh, it's, it's pretty ingenious how some of the ways they kind of interconnect some things and get you to do a lot, but it's also like, boy, you have to replay these levels a lot if you want to get everything. And that's, that that might be some of the turnoffs right there. So Mm -hmm. there's definitely some good points, definitely some issues, uh, depending on how you play this. But, um, just for example, uh, two ways people can play it. Like I go through, I just enjoy taking pictures, getting points, see if I can line up the best shots, see what I can unlock, you know? take pictures of every Pokemon when Amy plays it, when I am doing, I have to do something else. Um, she is meticulous with those photos. She'll find her favorites, realign them, get them just right. So, so, so she can post them and just can spend, you know, so much longer on that than I bother. <laughs> and it, it's cool to see yeah. those two different aspects of the gameplay kind of converge. Like, you know, depending on the person, you know, you can totally get that kind of enjoyment, uh, depending on which play style is. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has nothing to do with new Pokemon Snap, but it made me made me laugh quite a bit. Eduardo Tena in our patron chat says, "Can't wait for Lady Dimitris to step on my head." That's all. This has nothing to do with Resident <laughs> Evil. It just made me laugh, and I wanted to point that out. Stay horny, uh, Eduardo. Stay <laughs> trouble getting to Resident Evil Village. Uh, John, oh, just, too good. Oh, got it already. Wait, one more time? You you were like, oh, God, Resident Evil Village. I'm guessing that's no time to play it? Or... I, just, I just, I lost track of when it was coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like, no, mm-hmm. of course I'm playing this. Night one, <laughs> because I've been yeah. looking forward to this. I just, I just, I, after the move, I, I, days have been a blur, mm-hmm. uh, basically. And uh, I don't know, uh, I don't know where I am anymore. So <laughs> uh, hopefully in my journey of self-reflection, a uh, copy of Resident Evil 8 will be waiting for me at the end of the tunnel. So, oh my God, I didn't, I didn't realize it was this weekend. <laughs> no, I've not. I've not touched any demo. Fortunately, uh, it's still available, so you can still get your hour of the, the demo in. Yeah. I think I, uh, right. I mean, I is, there, is, there, is there a benefit to playing the demo before the main game? Can I just no. jump into the main game? Yeah, I was going to say, I'll just wait into the main game. I mean, if you're okay. playing on PC, they... they found a way to take off the time limit so there's that oh yeah did they really i hadn't heard <laughs> yeah. about that that's I mean, funny. It's hard to down point because you're not going to spend depending on how much you explore neither one takes more than that much more than 30 minutes to go like i i finished right. the castle demo in about 20 minutes 
even taking my time. And I finished, mm-hmm. I, I had to replay it, but I'd say the 35 minutes for the village. I'm, I'm so bad at Resident Evil that I was walking around. One, I will say this. It did not scare me nearly as much as I expected it to. I started, okay. I started the castle demo. And I was walking around and I was more like ooing and aahing at the incredible graphics. I was just like, wow, I can read the labels on the bottles of wine in this place. So I'm clearly not playing it right to begin with. Uh, but then there's there's a very simple puzzle, which you have to open a door by inserting like an eyeball into the door. And mm-hmm. as soon as they get as on the one other does. side, one of the witches is there. But she's like, I don't know what it was, like a bunch of bats or mosquitoes or oh. something bug yeah Yeah. nasty as hell and she just straight up (laughs) killed my ass i was like trying to shoot her i was trying to stab her yeah you know you you need to run (laughs) yeah i learned Uh that ethan runs very slow he's like just taking a mild jog he's like scary bitch behind me just gonna he takes his time i don't want to win myself getting away from her though (laughs) 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 i would have been like kicking doors and he's like oh well this one's locked i can't go there i'd be come on let me in i have a gun i'm gonna shoot the doorknob off I am that's how powered. I always felt when playing like Silent Hill games. Like most of the player characters in Silent Hill games, just kind of their run is kind of like a light jog, and you know, but you have these abominations, these horrific creatures trying to get you, and it's like I'm just gonna lightly jog away. It's all good. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, these are the <laughs> yeah. calmest people in the universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been there, done that, but I'm (laughs) really looking forward to playing it. But hey, good on new Pokemon Snap, uh, getting that in there. Absolutely. It'll be interesting to see uh, what what comes out on top, uh, new Pokemon Snap or Resident Evil Village as far as like the mind share. Because right now it seems like Pokemon Snap is kind of a lot of people talking on Twitter. So that's that's cool. Yeah, Yeah. I think once RE8 hits, it's probably going to shift heavily in, in RE8's favor. Um, but I mean, new Pokemon stab, especially if they, if they have DLC for it or they, you know, have post-launch content for it, it may stay in the conversation going forward. Uh, I really like the way Charlie Bird here in, in the chat, in the patron chat thinks waiting for Ash to propose a Mega Man snap, dude. I what? would love, I, I don't, I don't even know exactly well, how that would work, but I, but I like, the, like the, uh, guts man construction works. Right. Like, hey, get your picture. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, it'd be cool to see the different industrial robots, right. Actually like, you know, just fulfilling their roles in everyday life like you know magma man heating hot tubs for dr light and whatever you know (laughs) that actually happens in mega man 9's ending i'm I'm telling you man it's weird so yeah i could see i could see something (laughs) there's an idea actually getting her picture taken at the end she is actually good point woman is getting her picture taken perfect mega man snap charlie bird let's do it go 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 pitch it to capcom right now man (laughs) (laughs) all right well it's time for a just weird ass saga of <laughs> we've reached the day. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of weird things that come out of this, but let's go ahead and bring it up first. So um, Epic versus Apple has started today and uh, there's been a lot of weird developments all related to this. There's actually a lot of stuff not related to this because for some reason, court documents got I would not leaked, but just sort of revealed at, as far as what got pulled and people could go ahead and grab it. Um, and it's okay. Weird. So the first one, I have no idea what this has to do with Epic versus Apple, but court documents have revealed uh, that Microsoft's inter- uh, has revealed Microsoft's internal thoughts on the last of us part two, basically saying, yeah, this is really good. And, um, they said um, 
Last of Us Part 2 is the exceedingly rare video game where what it accomplishes in moving forward the art of narrative storytelling in video games as a medium ultimately outweighs whether or not everyone likes it or even has fun playing it. That say we loved it, had a great time playing it, and find ourselves still thinking about its characters and stories even after finishing the playthrough. Um... It says the visual quality and attention to detail in The Last of Us Part 2 is absolutely best in class in basically every area, and the overall presentation is significantly ahead of anything that other teams have been producing on console and PC. We were frequently stunned by the quality of the game's visuals, something that sadly seldom happens these days. It's even more impressive considering the fact that the game features two separate player characters with different groups of allies in different locations, along with flashback sequences taking place years before. the verdict goes on to highlight the game's narrative-driven walking ca- uh, chapters, according to this article. And uh, I think they did have a critique about the um, fact that, yeah, here it is. Naughty Dog still can't seem to make decent gun count combat in any of their games, and this one is no exception. Luckily for them, it fits with the game's overall theme and pushes the player towards using stealth overhead on. So it's kind of interesting to see another company review another it like, is. competition like this. And there's it, a it, specific it, it, part... Oh, go ahead, John. Go ahead. Uh, no, it's like, is this is this for their board members or like who is this? Who I, is this review for? Like, that's what I'm kind of confused on. Right. I think it was just kind of for their own internal their their own internal review in terms of I guess what they want to shoot for in their own it's know, first party development. I don't don't know if they're going to do that. It's I can't quite see. I don't know. It would be weird yeah. to see Microsoft producing a game like The Last of Us Part Two, but maybe there's that's just kind of what they're underlining are their own goals internally mm-hmm. i, I yeah. so, this, this is written by its ggpd portfolio team i don't know don't know what that mm. stands for yeah it's um, i mean i imagine that stuff like this happens all the time in the industry and we oh, no you know, doubt. it's just one of those sure. closed door kind of activities i mean if you mm. see a game that's highly successful and you're a platform holder you're probably going to commission a team to break down that game and figure out what works and what doesn't and see if you can copy it uh, I'm sure they did the same for like Breath of the Wild. We just never heard about it. Oh right? yeah, like yeah. I'm sure yeah. they did. Before, yeah. look at Dead Space soon right. after. Like, like yeah. Oh, holy crap! This is a revelation. We need to do that. And there you go. There's there's one part of this internal review that really stands out to me that I want to highlight, and that is it's the final uh, little graph here that the player doesn't have the ability to greatly influence or determine the outcome of the narrative might prove an anathema to many players. However, we we would argue that not every video game must be about the player role playing their character's story, and I love that conclusion because you don't it's okay to have just a linear guided experience when you're fo- you're following a bespoke character story and i've mentioned a little bit about that before but i just i'm glad that that was a point that they derived from their internal review because yeah it, you don't have to be in the character's shoes uh and and have to affect the game world for a game to be really compelling in my opinion i'm seeing yeah, some like you could be taken along for the ride but it doesn't necessarily make you the one in control Exactly. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it. What were you saying, Dark? Uh, I was just saying, I'm seeing so many people in chat uh, saying, why did this come out? Because of the <laughs> Epic versus uh, Apple thing. Yeah. I have no idea. I have, it's really weird. I what it has to mean. Also, Toonjay in the chat says, GGPD equals Global Gaming Partnership and Development. So hmm. there's what that stands for. Um yeah, I don't know why why this came up because of those court docs, but it is a, a sort of a fascinating peek behind the curtain. It really is. And yeah, but it's just weird that it came out as part of this. Nobody knows how to sort files inside a desktop. <laughs> yeah. Right over there. It's like, uh, yeah, this will be needed. Sure. Yeah. Why not? 
Uh, Epic mm-hmm. versus Apple. All right. Review of Last of Us 2 internal. <laughs> yeah. And, and this is yeah. not part of the stories, but Frequent Positron in our Discord chat does mention the Samus skin, though, for Fortnite. So it lo- does look like at some point Samus might have been pl- like tried to be done for Fortnite as a spe- uh, one of those special characters, kind of like Laura Croft, Aloy, Street Fighter, what, you know, you and Chun-Li and all that. Um, but I don't think they... Uh, Nintendo must not have given final approval because it also, right. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it looks a lot darker than other Fortnite skins. It does. It was kind of weird. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was very uh, run very counter to Fortnite's usual art style. Yeah. That is so space is no joke, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, but yeah, well, let's continue the craziness of this trial revealing <laughs> things that for some reason, and another document has divulged just how much Sony did not like the idea of crossplay on the PlayStation Whoa. 4. <clears throat> this would be at a verge. Um, and <laughs> basically, uh, in the months leading up to Sony's decision to block uh, Fortnite crossplay in 2018, uh, Epic Games had pleaded with Sony to enable it. And there was emails between them dur- that was revealed during this whole Epic versus Apple uh, case. Um and uh, they said they uh, Epic's vice president of business development, Joe Craner, said, I can't think of a scenario where Epic doesn't get what we want. Uh, that possibility went out the door when Fortnite became the biggest game on, on PlayStation. So Epic's definitely like, hey, we know we have the power to throw this around and we should. And they, he actually proposed we announced crossplay in conjunction with Sony. Epic goes out of its way to make Sony look like heroes. Uh, they even offered it, uh, the brand as E3 presence with PlayStation or add unique heroes exclusive to PlayStation Plus subscribers to sweeten the deal. Let's let's make this a huge win for us all. Epic's not changing its mind on the issue, issue so let's just agree on it now. But Sony didn't agree. Uh, according to the, uh, this, Gio Corsi, Sony's senior director of developer relations at the time, uh, dismissed the idea of crossplay, noting that the cross-platform play is not a slam dunk, no matter what, no matter the size of the title. As you know, many companies are exploring this idea, and not a, not a single one can explain how cross-console play improves the PlayStation business. Um, but uh, apparently, according uh, as of August 2019, it appears Sony might have found a worthy argument, a way to potentially siphon off money from its competitors in exchange for access to PlayStation players. Um, it doesn't say where it actually ended up, but of course we all know that Sony did say no crossplay until, you know, a big stink was raised and like, all right, we'll allow crossplay for Fortnite and a few other games. But I mean, obviously it, it, it is expectedly coming down to the revenue. They, it's, it's the bottom line. It, it, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's all, yeah. Money talked. It's all coming down to Sony asking, how does this help our bottom line? If they think it doesn't, then you know, they're not looking at this from the gameplay perspective. Oh, how cool would it be? I want to be able to play with my friends on other platforms. They don't care. They just want yeah. to be able to monetize it. This, mm. So I read both of those emails in full, and holy shit. <laughs> the, aud- like, the audacity coming from the Epic. I mean, Sony is it has a bad position on this, right? But, I mean, mm-hmm. it reads like... Oh yeah, you know where your bread is buttered, and you're you're going to take this deal whether you like it or not. Like they, I think it opened with something like, "This was, you know, uh, maybe your argument was valid before we were the best selling game on PSN or something like that." Like it, it just like he just, I mean, he didn't even like pat him on the head before he punched him in the face. He just went right for it. It's so presumptuous. It's so presumptuous. 
Yeah. Was, I think one of the exact quotes was, I don't see any way that we don't get what we want or something like that. And I was like, God. damn. That, like, I mean, Epic is far up their own ass. Like they is like, we yeah. can, we, we are, have a license to do whatever we want. Yeah, and I mean, we've talked about this legal battle several times here on Today's News Tonight, and I've always said it, we've all always said that there's not a good guy in this fight. There no, there just isn't. Not. So it's just two no. bad guys trying to take each other out, and that's fine. Like, I, when I read this, I was like, this <laughs> is very in character. Let it burn. Just let it all burn. Yeah. 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 Right. We're going to do orange justice on the, the ashes. <laughs> I mean, you know, no matter who wins this battle of the titans, we all pretty much lose. It's, we're not going to see any of the fruits no. of of any, you know what's going on here. As you said, there are no good guys in this in this court fight. Yeah, uh, although you know, I, yeah. I will say the one good thing that came out of it is that Epic strong armed Sony into allowing crossplay. Basically, yeah, true, true. But, I mean, I mean, thank you Fortnite, yeah. I suppose. And. <laughs> Obviously, this is just their bottom line talking, but uh, you know, because like I mean, because on one hand, you, you you know, it's just because they want to make sure that everybody has access to Fortnite, mm-hmm. like, and they just want those numbers to go up. At the same time, though, the idea of crossplay just being available is just something to have for all communities. You know, I don't. It's never really a good idea to just lock one player base behind one console, and you know, like PlayStation players should be only be playing with playstation players it's like eh, that's stupid it just it sucks <laughs> yep. it's, it's just it's awfully it, it's such a shitty position to take and again i know it's for them it's all about their bottom line but it when they are continuously the lone holdout and, and are the ones that have to be pushed into supporting crossplay with nintendo and microsoft and and often pc steam are all too happy to do that mm-hmm. it's just so frustrating to see that holding playstation alone back and they're doing it to themselves oh yeah but yep. hey, you know we—they kind of won this fight. I mean, we PlayStation is far more open to crossplay now than they were, and True. probably thanks to Fortnite, you know, being dicks about it. <laughs> how, how we ended <laughs> up getting it. We did it for Fortnite. Why not us? Right. Yeah. You know what? And I'm kind of okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with one company leveraging their financial position over another to give, even though it, their heart is completely in the wrong place on it. Oh, but yeah. we end up getting what we want. And I'm okay with that because you can, if a corporation you could be less uses... of a dick about it, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could have been. They could have said, "Hey, we're gonna." I mean, they could have given them the proverbial pat on the head before that punch in the face. But you know what? It's it's a corporation versus a corporation. I'm okay if they fight dirty. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Use use those tactics against each other, not against your customers. Please and thank you. Right. Right. Well, who's up for some more shenanigans? Oh, <laughs> this is oh, hilarious. I love this. <laughs> I, I do so, love this one. <laughs> Fortnite players actually discovered a way to use their microphones during the Epic versus Apple conference and basically proceeded to troll the proceeding. <laughs> uh, they used it to play Travis Scott music and other stuff. Basically, they're <laughs> like, you know... Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, I think they this the whole court thing got delayed because they had to try to find a way to fix that. that I guess, so yeah. It's not even that hard. Uh, courts, for those of you that don't know, are using Zoom. Zoom is like the video conferencing app du jour for everyone that is not gaming, apparently. <laughs> and some who are. I saw a Jackbox stream that used Zoom. But... 
uh, Zoom is incredibly simple to lock down. It takes a very cursory knowledge of how to mess with settings for things to say like, hey, don't let people in without a password. <laughs> it's that simple. And then you just yeah. email the password to the people involved or, you know, you could <laughs> mute people. You could just oh kick God. people out. It's not a difficult thing to do. I literally run Zoom as part of my day job. So... I don't know. Call me, I guess. <laughs> I'll help you. Yeah. Well, it's just one of those, th- you know, one of those common sense really isn't that common things. I mean, it, all that all that would require is a working knowledge of just how to use a platform like Zoom. As you were yep. saying, Steve, it's not as though you need to be a tech wizard <laughs> to protect your Zoom meetings. You can do that without having deep, you know, deep knowledge of, just, of the inner workings of zoom i like to imagine like a combined a room full of people with a combined like decades worth of collegiate knowledge staring at the zoom and like some 12 year old Fortnite kid <laughs> blasting travis scott and they're like we can't stop him <laughs> All, none of our education has prepared this us is impossible this. <laughs> he's defeated the justice system yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go get a big mac uh, about some time, it's about, about time somebody did it. Yeah, <laughs> a child shall lead them. Wait, hold on, it's like a, like a 12 year old stopping like a big corporation. That's literally the plot of Metal Gear Asset 2. <laughs> I just nice. thought of that actually. Hold on, a God, Kojima, yet again, yeah, predicting the future, man. Good, man God, man. <laughs> really on his game. Yeah, oh man, I. I take that i it's just such a weird weird thing yeah for sure why not <laughs> this yeah. as we've seen nothing about this case really makes sense and we'll see who actually comes out on top i have a feeling even more documents and stuff like this will probably come out as the days go by it's oh i think i think this is gonna, it's gonna, gonna get spicier and spicier before it oh ends. absolutely absolutely oh, yeah. i'm, I'm kind of looking forward to to the fireworks I'm not gonna lie <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our next topic, which uh, we'll just stick with PlayStation, I guess, because uh, PlayStation has announced that they are partnering with Discord and has purchased a minor stake in the company. So you thought it was me, Microsoft, buying Discord, but no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was PlayStation. The timing of this is so odd, given given all the whispers recently about the whole Microsoft potentially trying to buy out Discord thing. So... The only thing is, okay, and I and I know that you know the fact that PlayStation did do this doesn't change the fact that Nintendo wouldn't have anyway. But God damn it, I wish it was Nintendo because they're the ones who need it. You know, <laughs> it's just a, a, an actual like integrated chat, like voice chat solution for Nintendo platforms would be so welcome. But Nintendo is never going to do that anyway, so I can't. You know, it's lamentable, it's but never gonna it doesn't change anything. Yeah. It, what is it? It's strictly just a family-friendly projection yeah. about it. Is that what it is? It's like they don't want to take any sort of risk. Right. Yeah, they're chat. so risk-averse. Yeah. Hmm. Especially uh, when it comes to voice not. chat. Right. This is this is just a minority stake, though. Nintendo yeah. could still invest in Discord. They still could. What but, I yeah. like about this and what I wish Nintendo... Why I wish Nintendo would get in on this is... I particularly am a fan of the fact that in Discord, where I tend to exist most of the day, <laughs> right. um, with Xbox, I can link my Discord account and people can see like what I'm playing on my Xbox. I know it's a silly little feature, but I think it's really neat that it's integrated that way. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that PlayStation gets that too, because 
I play a lot more PlayStation than Xbox. Um, and I would love to see that extend to all my various gaming platforms so that on Discord I could just, you know, somebody goes to IM me, they could be like, oh, Steve's Steve's off playing Returnal. <laughs> He's probably not going to answer me. Again. Yeah, yeah, right. Steve is on his 48th run of Returnal and has had to head to GameStop to buy a new DualSense because of it. But uh, <laughs> no, no, it, it is not that frustrating. But I anticipate someday out of sheer, like, twitchy tension, I will eventually break a trigger. But uh, <laughs> that is, it, it's a great game. Fantastic game. I just suck oh, at that's it. that's good to hear. Have you, have you run into that saving issue that's uh, kind of become the, a bit of a talking point? Uh, not yet. So I did our review in progress video. And then I stopped playing because I I have to prepare for our review of Famicom Detective Club. Um, yes. So that is kind of my priority right now. That's the game I'm playing the most of. I, I have finished, for those of you wanting an update that watched our preview, that listened to all 45 minutes of that preview. Um, yeah. I have finished The Missing Air, and now I am playing The the Girl Who Stands Behind. And Nice. Uh, I'm, I'm right behind you, Steve. Yeah, I have a I'm, I have a flight yeah. on Wednesday, and I'm hoping I can just power through the game on that flight. Um, nice. Because it's not a super long game, and I've kind of made some headway. Um, I I definitely have thoughts about how the two differ. That'll be interesting to talk about in the review. I'm really curious because you and I have been kind of comparing notes privately in Discord, and I'm very curious because I, I I think I probably have an hour left of the girl who stands behind, and then I'm gonna around that I'm closing in on the very end. Then I'm gonna switch right to the missing air, so we can talk about both on our review. Yeah, but my my hope is yeah. that what I can do, my hope, <laughs> and not not promising anything, is that I'll beat yours, and then I'll go yeah. back and get the Famicom version and and just. You know, so I can grab some quick footage of, like, what did this that I look like that I've, you know, what did it look like in 1988? Because I'm very mm-hmm. curious about that now. And I have a sneaking suspicion, because I know the release order, that your game benefited from some major graphic graphic. I think updates. so, because it came out later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Learn uh, I, I have peeped a, a little footage <laughs> on YouTube just to kind of see what it looked like. And it's 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 interesting to see the evolution visually. Oh, see, I'm I've, I'm going completely blind. I played through the first game. I'm playing through yours next, and I'm just gonna get through them the way they are in 2021, and then go backwards and see what what nice. exactly they they had to work from. <laughs> yeah, I suspect not much. <laughs> right. But yeah, as far as what this actually means, I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see. But yeah, Sony has not outright bought Discord. They are still uh, right. their own thing. It's just minority investments like, hey, we'll rub your back and give my, me a little bit of that. My hope for this is that Discord becomes the uh, voice chat platform that Sony implements, you know, going forward. Like they use it on the PS. That would be nice. Ideally, I would love it if I was playing crossplay, which is a weird thing to say given the last story we did. But <laughs> crossplaying with someone and being able to tell them like, hey, you're on your PC, hop on Discord. I'll hop on Discord with you via my PlayStation and we can... You know, there's no complicated setup. I can just talk through the mic on my DualSense. They can use whatever they have on their PC, and it's seamless. That is the future that I want. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because right now, and to be fair, PS5 and PS4 voice chat is pretty good. Like, it sounds all right. But, you know, if you are in a cross-play situation, you have to go through the game's servers, and those are almost universally terrible. (laughs) Right. Yeah, and and I've seen a few people saying, well, I hope PlayStation or Sony doesn't ruin Discord. Again, this is a minority stake. I don't think you have to worry too much about about them ruining Discord at large. 
Um, but it sure, as I said earlier, it, even though it doesn't change the fact that Nintendo wouldn't do something like this anyway, it does make the lack of Nintendo also investing in some sort of solution with Discord a shame. It, it definitely puts that in starker contrast. For sure. Yep. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our final story of the day, and it's just a major accomplishment. This is incredible. Because a player has successfully captured every single shiny Pokemon. How? Wow. How in the world? Oh, yeah. man. They've they posted on Twitter uh, that just they're going through their home, and you can see all their shinies. Um, even Janucci Masuda commented on this post being like, holy crap, that's amazing. Um, because I, I, I've not watched the video myself, but I assume that means all the regional variants as well. And apparently you have to play through some, you know, it isn't just one version. You got to play through, play through other versions. So they might've been working on this over time, but my God, the the resets on the legendaries alone is what I keep thinking about. Right. And <sighs> like I don't oh, want to be that guy. Had known shiny as well. Like, I don't want to be that guy, but it's like I still have an action replay for, on my DS, right? <laughs> well, and I just like—I don't know if the <laughs> like I'm kind of like a casual Pokemon fan, so I don't right. know if the if the shiny Pokemon rate changes from generation to generation. But right now, what I'm yeah. looking at it says it's one in every, every eight thousand one hundred ninety-two Pokemon encounters is is yeah. the chance of seeing a shiny. Would you? Extrapolate that to the almost a thousand Pokemon that, it, that it, I can't even. I can't. Well, How did this happen? I, I'm sure, like, I'm, I'm sure most of them, like non legendaries, especially, they, they were probably using the Masuda method in terms of oh. like, uh, regional breeding and all that sort of thing with a shiny okay. charm. Okay. Uh, but, like, it, uh, assuming they didn't, <laughs> I mean, let's assume worst case. <laughs> like, I don't sure. know about any of that. Let's go with the original odds here. Yeah. That. Oh, how do you find the time <laughs> to do that right? sort of thing? Yeah, I uh, just yeah. That's that's where I get really like. I mean, I think about when I was at the height of my ability to play games unhindered. Right, that's like fifteen, sixteen years old. Like my responsibilities in life included eating pizza, sleeping <laughs> a lot, and playing video games. And I still don't think I could have done something like that. I remember getting all one hundred fifty-one original Pokemon by totally cheating and just like swapping with my buddy like you know like he'd come over we'd plug in link cables we'd trade so that we'd get the entry in our decks and be like yep got it jackpot that was it but yeah, even that, you really she, needed to do yeah i beat pokemon exactly <laughs> i mean yeah i, I i've played every, i've played every pokemon ex- or every gen except for gen 8 and I've I've got almost a max dex in Gen Four, and I've never even seen one shiny over my years of playing Pokemon. Whoa, Not really? Similar one. story. I've encountered one um, one shiny Pokemon. I was I think it was, I was grinding it for my Pokemon Nuzlocke for Crystal, and as I was as I was playing, a freaking actual shiny Graveler showed up that proceeded to self destruct. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Wow. So, oh, no. <laughs> I, yeah, I know I've never got a natural shiny, like a natural shiny encounter. Really? Yeah. I have no, no joke. The only I've never shiny. Like, specifically shiny hunted either. I just like going naturally through, like if it shows up, it'll show up, but it never does. Those the, are the best only ones. shiny I have, and I just got stupid lucky. I didn't know it was a shiny. I, it was a shiny Mewtwo. 
And I was like, what? this Mewtwo wow. is green. <laughs> so I was like, Master Ball, that bitch. And then like I Googled it. I was like, green Mewtwo. I was like, oh. I guess I'm never hitting the lottery now. Yeah, exactly. There are a few people in chat pointing out red Gyarados. I I was talking about natural shinies. (laughs) Oh, it's like the red Gyarados doesn't count. I'm specifically talking about natural shiny encounters. Yeah. Uh, But that's just. I I love how our. I think the only shiny I've I've still gotten off the top of my head because I don't remember all my playthroughs like between. uh, So I reviewed pokemon generation 2 over god close to 10 years ago and we made, we made a gag at 10th, 10th expense that he had the worst luck with shinies and no kidding i ran into a shiny rattata while recording footage for that review i was like we gotta put that in the script and rub it in his face but i think that was like legitimately the last shiny i ran into in a random encounter it's been that long it is insane it, it really is and even our our dear friend uh john cartwright responded to uh, push Dustin's quote tweet about this saying me struggling to find to find even one or to even <laughs> right. find one it's yeah. yeah it's so true this guy has that's amazing just yeah the raw calculation if you just take uh, all the other methods out of it, the raw mathematical calculation I don't even know what it is I'm not a math guy but it's obscene how long this this would take but well, I, I remember shout outs Jay Witz uh, was chronicling like his love of Wulu and wanting a shiny Wulu before he moved on with this playthrough of Sort of show. Wulu is really early. I still think it took him like a week or so of Jesus. constant shiny hunting to finally get the shiny Wulu so he could have that to actually play the rest. It's ridiculous. Man, the, the patience it must take. I mean, look, I, I spent 15 minutes over the weekend in Yakuza Like a Dragon trying to find a silver rhinoceros beetle, I think, for a, for a part-time hero quest. And I was annoyed after 15 minutes of that one thing, and I was going to give up. I found it within that 15 minutes, thankfully. But I don't even know how you have the patience to do something like this. Yeah, it's it's really impressive. That's just, wow. Um, oh, where was it? I uh, here we go. Uh, I'm oh, missing it. I, I missed it. But so, I so sorry. I've, I've lost track of your name. But somebody in here. Um, there's uh, well, first of all, Synchro Lord, Shiny Groudon, first try, ran out of balls. Another person, their very oh, no. first encounter in, oh, I think it was Omega Ruby, was a shiny Pokemon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Boy, what a way to start that. Yeah, then they run into every other version of that Pokemon. I was like, oh, this one, this one must be special. It's different from the yeah. one I saw last time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's, yeah. That's amazing. It's like, Crazy achievement. Uh, who knows exactly what it all went into to actually get all of these shinies. Uh, but at the very least, whether or not they got every one of them or not, um, it, it's, a, it's a crazy amount of time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's cool, though. Like, I, I am so happy for this person because after all that time that you put in, you have to imagine this person was elated to be able to announce that they did this. Is it? Uh, it's oh, an yeah. awesome achievement. I am I'm happy for yeah. anyone that sets their And then they have to like start this. over with Gen Gen 9. <laughs> I know, right? Like I wonder if that person just washes their hands of Pokemon after that. They're like, did it? I'm <laughs> out. Yeah. Thank God um, that Legends is at now. At one point I had them all. That's good enough for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I said that like 20 years ago after getting every Pokemon in Gen 1. That's it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that would be a little Game Boy printer and I, I just have I, it all, like get it printed out and all that. I think I got all I got all I completed the Pokedex in Gen 2 and that was the last time I bothered doing it. 
Yeah, so. it's yeah. too much, man. It's such an, a time sink. But, you know, it's some, for some folks, Pokemon is their favorite thing, and I get that. I, I definitely spent a lot of time trying to 100% Breath of the Wild. I would definitely, I'll, I'll definitely do it again with Breath of the Wild 2. So, hey, more power to you. If that's what you like, that's yeah. what you like. Exactly. All right. And with that, I believe we've covered all the major headlines from today's news. But before we sign off, Johnny, where can we find you at? Okay, guys, uh, I, 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 I'm some call me Johnny. I do video game reviews for a living. And uh, you can find me over at youtube.com slash some call me Johnny. Uh, my move has successfully finished, and I'm back to working on the next video for my Final Fantasy Marathon. It's the original Final Fantasy three for the Famicom and the DS re-release, 16 years in the making. And I'm going to have fun with that video. Just going to put that out there right now <laughs> and uh, take that for what you will. But I'm looking forward to catching you then and there and i want to take some time to thank you guys for once again inviting me to uh, the, the season two opener of a gvg i didn't i did not know you guys did seasons that's awesome maybe we I didn't should for a long that. time either yeah. we didn't either yeah we didn't either <laughs> yeah well, we're going this whole thing let's let's brand it season two why not yeah yeah right. sure sure I mean, you no, technically dude, have you seasons. So Every time you have a new opening, that's a new season. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's what I convince myself. That's what I'm doing. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, did you want? Uh, by the way, did you want to promote that uh, animation you're voicing in? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, as, so, as a couple, couple of days ago, uh, uh, Michael Cook launched the Kickstarter for Chucky Chicken, and I'm voicing uh, a character for that cartoon. It, it's 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 a small like uh, web series that uh, they're working on. A lovely bunch of talented folks behind the scenes. Like spent all night talking about it but uh they launched the kickstarter for a couple of days ago and uh, unfortunately i didn't have the i did not have the link ready to go on standby but if you want to look on my uh, twitter feed at some call me john or look up chucky chicken on kickstarter you can find the kickstarter link there uh, i just launched a couple of days ago i think the goal is 25 grand and we raised, managed to raise a couple of bucks for it and uh, we still got up like two months ago Nice. So uh, nice. hopefully that all turns out because yeah, this is kind of the first time getting into voice acting, and I'm I'm terrified because this is so out of my circle. But nice. uh, I, I'm looking at it as a uh, another chapter in my life, another challenge for my life, and um, hoping things work out for the best. Yeah, good luck, I, man. I find it so funny that uh, Mike Pollock is in that as well. It's like how. That's oh so my cool. oh my god so um just you can't small, escape sonic john small it's, it's not even that like so the, the fact that mike pollock is in that circle is is one thing you know and but you see i know mike Pollock from different things you know I've, mm. I've i've talked with the man on a number of other things for different uh, unrelated stuff but when you're inside the same room for voice acting it's like you're no longer with Mike Pollock, the dude, <laughs> you're with Mike Pollock, the voice actor, and I was petrified. I was like, "Why am I scared?" Like, because I know who <laughs> this guy is, but now I'm in his circle, mm. and it. I was like, uh, "I hope I say funny thing right," and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm an absolute mess. Mm. <laughs> That's so I, cool, though, man. Good for you. Yeah, oh, and. I'm, I'm I hopefully maybe we'll end up in something together someday because I'm actually doing the same thing right now. I'm trying to kind of break into uh, doing more voice acting. 
Oh, okay. uh, you know, kind of following in, in my dad's footsteps a bit. So, sure, sure. I, hey, maybe we'll uh, do something together. You never know. Yeah, but absolutely. And then we'll fight for the you, role. Man. And it's like, all right, winner takes GVG. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what? Wait. Damn, this is hey. not really Damn. serious. Yeah, no. I, I just wanted to collaborate, man. I'll see you in court. I'll see you in court. It has an internalized review of Last of Us 2. And I love like, it. What's that doing? <laughs> but no, good luck to you, man. Uh, all uh, the best you in your endeavors. Much, I appreciate that. Thank you. Of course. Brilliant stuff. But of course, we also have to give a special thanks to all of our patrons, uh, big and small. You really do make this. And I also have to do a special exp- expansion to everybody who had a super chat today. I'm sorry, I'm still figuring this out. So I apologize for not reading every super chat to po- uh, bring up. I'm not sure if it would uh, mess with the flow or not. But I did see them, and I really do appreciate all of them. We all do. Yes. Thank yeah. you, you so much. We all saw the super incredible chats. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, we're figuring, it's season two, we're still figuring things out, we're going to make it that way, but either way, we thank you so much for all of your support, and of course, a special, special thanks to our patrons at the producer tier, as this show wouldn't it be possible without all of you, and of course, a massive thank you to our executive producers, and above, and for those of you who have not seen any of our live shows, we have something special behind the scenes that you might have caught wind of as we transitioned out. And that's Starting a special little thing called Shake That Ash that kind of begins with ready. Um, <laughs> because he danced and Ash joined in and now Ash just dances for all of these EP readings. So, it's I present you our wonderful list of EPs <laughs> and Ash dancing. Alright. So, thank you to Jared Edinger, Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Itiono Ben, Dan and Twistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, It's ATM, Octo Puppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, Floating You, Aiko Carroll, Christopher, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Nick Waterman, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hutik, Macalau, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Alicia, Azran127, Ken Roulet09, Jake Pelka, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Charlie Bird, Ginky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Top Dog23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Douglas Chomix, Andrew Medeiros, RMM, Patrick Harrison, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzy Wakoid, Flaming Highwayman, Sean Garrett, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B., Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, West Egg, Master Links, Sean Davis, Deneth, Jackson Jordan, Michael McCall, Matthew Wong, Ashish Joshi, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Hooby, Wolf X Blake and Moon Macarons, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, Rosa Bowling. Hi, Mom. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <the voice> <laughs> it's back to teenage years. Apparently. <laughs> Kotar Peck, Scuff196, Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Wheezy Penguin, Anthony Wilson Jr., Sakuragi, Dariq, St- Steven Nelson, and 112, our two newest executive producers. Thank you so, so much. And remember, that if you want to become a patron, 
You can uh, join it over at patreon.com slash gvgaming, where you can get uh, access to our exclusive post-show and ad-free content for as little as $5 a month. And hey, if you want to make Ash uh, dance even longer, we could become an EP that is at $25. We'll also have two gameplay sessions with all of you. We recently had Smash Brothers. Let's make this man uh, dance as long as we can. Yeah, so, let's do it. Yeah. Dance, I live in K-Town. I eat a lot of Korean barbecue. I need the exercise, so please, please. <laughs> the longer this list goes, the better for me in my in my daily Shake That Great. Ash exercise. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you all so much for watching. And if you like this video, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. So until next time, good night and good vibes. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.